Welcome everyone to the Canto Cast. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And come on to the casino because we're about to talk all things Star Wars and geek. So grab a blue milk. And get some wampa jerky. Pull up with your favorite tauntaun. Because we are about to get things started. You may want to buckle up, baby. Finally back, guys. It has been a solid two months since I have been able to hop back onto the microphone and since really the Canto cast has been uh, back. So we are definitely excited to be back. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been two months. I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it, it's been busy. It's been busy. But Jeff, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. I've been trying to keep myself busy and you know, work, work helps with that. So. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's been mostly, you know, life is normal for me so far. But, yeah. You know, I got the, the Blue Mill Cafe. I've been keeping up with that. Just released a little episode yesterday and been having some pretty cool guests on. So, yeah, things that's have awesome. been going good. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been off, you know, at college um Except my college experience has definitely been way different than a lot of other people's just because of, you know, what's going on with, you know, one of the organizations I joined. Um, but, yeah, I guess kind of like in, in summary, um, living on campus and having a lot of restrictions as to what I am and I'm not allowed to do means that I can only, you know, record when I'm at home and I'm only at home to record well, I guess, according to the first trend, once every two months. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, it, it, it actually will be more frequent because, like, next month is November, and I'll be home a lot more for November just because of Thanksgiving and everything. And then the semester ends two weeks into December, so then, like, that's the rest of December to record and talk about The Rise of Skywalker, of course, because that's coming out in December. Um, unless they changed it without me knowing, unless they delayed it. But, uh, um, which I, I have no idea. I've been so out of the loop, you know, for the same reasons, um, just the restrictions on my privileges, you could say. Um, I haven't really been able to keep up with much news. Um, like Jeff was kind of filling me in on a lot before, and I had actually had not seen the Star Wars D23 trailer until last night when I was at the movie for The Joker. Um, at, yeah, and... The, one of the previews was the D23 Star Wars trailer. So, yeah, good. Uh, that's, I guess, good good stuff, um, which we can talk all about, too. We'll talk all about the stuff, you know, that I have really have missed. I'm sure Jeff has been keeping up with it. Um, but with I'm, that, trying. yeah, it seems like there's actually a lot, you know, of course, when I'm not around to record is when, and not around to even hear about it is when it all happens. But... With that being said, Jeff, uh, we can start off with the D23 trailer. Um, there's yeah. a lot of stuff that happens in that trailer, a lot of like teaser points, but uh, just your overall thoughts about the trailer. What did you think about it? I thought it was very cool how they constructed the trailer, this being the end of the Skywalker saga, how they went back and showed you moments from the original trilogy and then the prequel trilogy, and so far what we've seen in the sequel trilogy, and that just like led perfectly into some new footage of Rise of Skywalker. And of course, in that new footage, we we saw um, red-eyed C-3PO. We saw some kind of Burning Man celebration on that desert planet. Yeah. <laughs> we saw. Um, Ray and Kylo fighting on top of what looks like to be the remains of the Death Star. Um, and so that um, that, that kind of confirmed for me because when we first got that first image of Ray and Kylo in the rain fighting, it did look like they photoshopped someone out of that fight that was standing there in the center. And people were speculating, well, they're teaming up again. That almost confirmed for me, no, they are going to have a battle. Yeah. So, 
And then, of course, what everyone flipped out about was Dark Ray at the end. And I'm sorry, I thought it was very cool. Very cool shot. Very cool lightsaber. But my first thought jumped immediately to she's having a force vision like Luke did in the cave on Dagobah. Um, and I didn't think for one second she was turning dark, but a lot of people were speculating that. I still think it's a force vision until we see the movie. We, we all could be wrong, and it could be something totally different. But to me, I, it looks like a force vision. But that didn't... That wasn't one of my favorite parts of the trailer. <laughs> the thing that freaked me out the most was the red-eyed C-3PO. Yeah. I was what is wrong with you, dude? Yeah. Did they give you back your memories and you're ticked off at everyone now because you know everything? <laughs> um, and the stuff that they put you through? Um, or is it just some kind of new eye that has that color? Um, who knows? But that freaked me out. And I think my my favorite part, the coolest part for me was ray training on that forest planet which we don't know if it's endor yet or not but on that forest planet with that remote and as she's tossing the lightsaber and cutting down the trees that was my favorite part i thought that was just so cool but yeah i really dug the trailer i just watched it again for the first time right before we started recording in a long time so because i haven't seen the joker yet uh, my evening last night actually was spent. I actually was a lucky enough to get tickets to go see one of my favorite Saturday Night Live alums do stand-up last night, Mr. Jim Brewer, over at the Carlisle Theater, which I'm surprised we were able to book him. So, and um, it was the hardest I've laughed in years, so... It was one good show, so if you guys do get a chance, whoever's a fan of Jim Brewer... Go see him. Go see his stand-up. He's hysterical. So that's that's my review of the Jim Brewer show I saw last night. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I will say on a quick note, whenever you do get the chance, like the Joker is, and it is. Oh my gosh, on a whole other level of movie. I think it is the best DC movie I've seen in theaters. Not, wow. Not, actually, no. I know it is. It is. Um, Joaquin Phoenix just totally just took the Joker to, you know, that high level that we've seen before with you know Heath Ledger, right? And it's like, it, it yeah, you just got to see it. It I think he went all out for it, and I think just the the way he portrayed the Joker and the way that like the movie, um like told the story which was i think different than what like the actual like canon lore of which is fine for me me being a casual dc fan um i'm okay with them like altering the timeline changing up like facts you know i I don't know because like it it, because it creates such a unique story of the joker and such a unique take on him that i wasn't even expecting like i did I don't know. It's it was totally not what I was expecting as far as the backstory goes, but that's like I was glad. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, I didn't even think about it like this. And the fact that they did it like like how they did, I'm trying to you know not give any details spoil. to spoil it, but the way that they set up the backstory was perfect. It was perfect. Like it, it was just completely the right idea, the right you know direction they took it with. And Joaquin Phoenix just. Yeah made into a masterpiece but that's all i'll say about that uh going yeah. back to the uh, the d23 trailer though um yeah the uh how they started it off with the uh, original trilogy kind of uh moments you know you see like all the iconic moments and it's like yeah like each i think there might have been some text about you know like how each story must come to, uh, maybe i don't remember i just remember they're kind of talking about how like sagas go or how sagas are completed and then it like you know, boom, we go from those iconic moments and, like, we see, you know, the the familiar faces of the sequel trilogy. And, you know, and it just, it brings instant goosebumps whenever you see that bridge, whenever you, you know, you see the original trilogy and then you just see, like, it in the present, you know, time of the, of the timeline that we're witnessing. 
just like, oh my gosh, you know, just the goosebumps raised and yeah. we're on full, you know, full blast for the rest of the trailer. Um, I thought that the C-3PO red eye thing was really, uh, it was really cool, interesting. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Unexpected <laughs> is a good way to describe that. Uh, and I'm really curious to see like what's going on with that. Um, the dark ray vision. So I guess for me, I only saw the still of, you know, the, the dark ray vision. Um, and whenever the, in the still, she didn't have the lightsaber, like the lightsaber was not, I guess, in the Darth Maul position. It was like, it was like two lightsabers kind of like joined at the, at that common, you know, I guess like folding point. And I, right. my initial reaction, cause I didn't see the full clip. I just saw that one like photo like okay like that's really weird i i don't really get it it's like but you know this is like a you know a photo and like i'm sure the scene will like kind of explain or play out completely different and then i see you know the trailer and it's no like it just folds into like the darth maul you know dual sided lights i'm like oh okay cool like that's actually a pretty cool uh, thing uh, again yeah i mean context and is, is everything so that was really cool to see and i'm with you jeff i think it's going to be some sort of um, vision or some sort of uh, yeah really just a vision kind of like Luke had in the cave like you said I don't think that's like actually Ray. I think maybe Ray is maybe getting a warning about what happens you know whenever just like Luke did what happens like when you stray into the dark side like what can happen to a person so it might just be like a teaching moment you know that someone is trying to teach Ray like hey like it is definitely you know, you kind of have to tap into the dark side sometimes in order to, like, I guess, win. Because, you know, like, they always say, you know, Luke tapped into the dark side whenever he defeated Darth Vader. And that people like Mace Windu had to t- tap into the dark side, you know, when he was fighting Palpatine and other, like, Sith Lords. So it might just be a, a word of caution from someone. Um, but, you know, we, we have no idea what it actually is. We have, as I think Hello Greedo was putting it, we have, like, five pieces of the puzzle and a thousand piece puzzle and we're trying to you know figure out what that a thousand piece puzzle is with not nearly enough details which is all which is perfect you know jj abrams is always seems to be really good about that he did the same thing with the force awakens he gave us just enough to you know talk about to tease about to create hype but in reality you know nothing not nearly you know enough to figure out what's actually going on in the movie so it's perfect i love how they do that and if i had to talk about my favorite part of the trailer probably that shot where it's just the rows upon rows of like the death star not the death stars the star destroyers oh yeah and like in like the the storm and like that shot along with the shot of like all the resistance I can assume the res- uh, is it the resistance or the re- is it the rebellion again? You know, I don't know. What are we? Is is it a full blown rebellion? Is that what we're calling it at this point? Yeah, we don't know if they went from resistance back to a rebellion or if it's still resistance. So. Yeah, I I'll call it the rebellion because I'm getting rebellion, you know, vibes from it. But when all the rebellion slash resistance ships um, came out of hyperspace, oh yeah, you know, and and it just brought back. Like just like it was in episode six, so that those two shots were actually probably my favorite. Those are the ones that got me, like really excited. <laughs> really, that was like really cool to see. Were those two shots? Yeah, um, like pausing, pausing it at the when the resistance rebellion ships are coming out of hyperspace. I like pausing it right there and going, "Oh wow, look, there's a B wing. There's a yeah, A wing. Oh yeah, seeing all the older ships." So yeah, it might they might go back to rebellion because they're getting some older ships from the original trilogy area era that we haven't seen in a long time. So yeah, that too, and also what makes me think is that they come back to rebellion is that of course you know at the end of the Last Jedi, you know they they were calling all the old rebellion people like Lando right. and whoever else. I'm like okay, well, if it's like you know if it's just like the leftover survivors of the Resistance paired with everyone from the rebellion well yeah then that's the rebellion again you know with yeah. with uh you know leia leading it and like lando and everyone else you know going right. on her side like yeah like we're back to the rebellion here um so we'll see yeah we'll see what what they end up calling themselves it, we, they, we may not even get a official name in the movie you know we might just have to 
leave that up to our own interpretation of like what is this group of in our um, people yeah um so anyways with that yeah yeah i was gonna say i've also heard i don't know if you've heard since you've been out of the loop that another fan theory that has popped up around this dark ray thing is ray has a clone huh so that isn't actually Ray. It's a clone. So that's another theory that popped up that had me actually thinking about it because she did see a vision in the cave in The Last Jedi where you see all she saw all those rows of herself. Right. And I never once thought that, oh, she's seeing the future that, oh, my gosh, there's clones out there of me. I was seeing it as she's just seeing the infinite possibilities of herself. That's what I took it as, is that, but yeah. I, But the people that have that clone theory, I'm not calling, I'm, I'm just saying it's, it's an interesting theory. I just don't buy it right now. Yeah. But it was an interesting theory that, that had me thinking for a while, like, that could be possible, but I don't know if JJ's going to take that risk. So, yeah, you know, and there have been, you know, like in the EU, Palpatine was cloned and that was kind of like it kind of got out of hand from what I understand. I didn't really mm-hmm. read much as far as like kind of the lore books that had cloned Palpatines. But like from what I gather, it was just kind of a mess. And I just think a clone really like, as interesting as that theory is. And I love like the people are like piecing that together. I just love fan theories in general. Right. Um, yeah, me personally, I'm just like, eh, I don't think realistically a clone Ray would make you know much sense to the movie. Right. And like, okay, well, there's a lot of questions. Like, if if like who cloned Ray? Why would they clone Ray? And how come there's only we've only seen one Ray? You know, in episode seven and eight. Right. And it's and like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm like interesting theory, but it's was fun to read about it and think about it for a little bit, but I'm not going to subscribe to that until obviously December when we see the movie. And Hey, if JJ does do it and he's able to pull it off more power to him, because I'm afraid if he does do it and it doesn't uh, go well, people think the backlash from last Jedi was bad. Um, the Rise of Skywalker backlash is going to be really bad if it doesn't get pulled off the right way. Yeah. So, mm, which I'm like, I am really hope not hoping for that. I'm hoping you know, the Rise of Skywalker is less divisive and more people enjoy it than want to just tear it apart. So, yeah. yeah. We'll see. I mean, yeah, of course. You know, Last Jedi just splits everyone right in half, as we all know. Um, but I don't see Episode Nine taking that same path. I think, I think it's gonna be a satisfying and uh, maybe not even I don't know. I don't know. If satisfying is the right word, but a end in which everyone can kind of be like, okay, like, you know, everyone can kind of agree, like, yeah, like that's that's a, a at least a decent way for the you know for the saga to conclude. Right. Well, um, that's that's the word the stars and JJ are using. That it's going to be a satisfying ending. So. Okay. Well, yeah, satisfying. Then that's that's perfect. Um, uh, an ending that everyone would be like, you know, be like, okay, like even though we might have not liked the sequel trilogy, right? It's still a good way for you know to end. I think I hope that everyone can at least feel that way about nine, no matter what they thought of the sequel trilogy. Regardless, you know, like the sequel trilogy, you know, after I think it's growing on me over time for sure. Like I think I'm liking it more and more. I'm liking The Force Awakens a lot. Last Jedi, I'm like, okay, like, Last Jedi had a lot of cool parts of it, even though, you know, like, yeah, there's definitely cool parts, which makes it, like, you know, definitely, I guess, you know, it's always worth talking about. Um, But it's like, okay, maybe I just didn't like the direction they took Luke in just because, like, that's not how I saw him. But, okay, like, that's fine, you know. He still has a very Luke Skywalker um, type, if that makes sense, of role to play in Episode Nine. Like, he's still going to be a the Luke Skywalker in episode nine, even if he's not in like physical form. 
Right. So it's like it's you know sure he's not physical form, but he's still gonna be, as far as I can gather, kind of like that guiding, you know, figure that guiding you know light side figure towards Ray and the rebellion. So it's like okay, well, he's still Luke Skywalker, you know, he, yeah. the character is still there for sure. Um, so yeah. yeah, even even the previews for the Rise of Skywalker to me, you know, everyone knows that I. I really did enjoy The Last Jedi. I still do. But yeah. even the previews for The Last Jedi, or Last Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker, even those previews, it that movie looks more, I want to say, lighter, not as dark. Yeah. Because The Last Jedi, people, yeah, it was a dark movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't much good happening for the good guys yeah. in that at it all. It was not like a fun ride like episode 7 was. Right. Yeah. And to me the Rise of Skywalker looks like um The Force Awakens. It looks it looks lighter, it looks happier. I mean just that I don't know what to call it so I'm just, I've been calling it the Burning Man celebration. Yeah. The, <laughs> That's a great way to I'm, describe it. I'm thinking could that be towards the end of the movie? After Maybe they won, and they're showing up, and these natives on this planet are celebrating. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know, but just that scene there was like, that looks like a joyous scene. Uh, they're coming up with a party. And, of course, I've only but, seen it like once. I didn't get a quick look at it. But to me, it looked like a uh, like a desert like market type of environment. Like That's where people went to like go like trade and buy. But, you know, I only got that one quick, quick glance. Right. Um, people have definitely it, probably seen it way more to than i have but yeah, like it's it took me a couple watches but you could see they're like setting off some kind of fireworks ah uh, okay or okay. something like that it's like you could see sand exploding up out of the ground and yeah they got lights flying and see okay so. okay cool because like you know i only got that one quick glance and i just saw like a bunch of people with like it looks like tents i'm like oh it's a market and then it ended the scene ended like oh okay well i guess that's it uh <laughs> but yeah, I but yeah I've, heard, I've heard other podcasts where you describe it as the star wars burning man so yeah i mean yeah that's honestly a good way to describe it um just a big celebration out in the middle of the desert that's yep that's the quickest way to to yeah, yeah best thing to draw it to but um i'm trying to think of what is anything else oh yes of course we have to talk about this um when the screen goes black and you hear palpatine's voice Oh yeah. Say something. Is it like your your journey is almost complete or your journey is almost finished? I don't remember the exact. Yeah, your journey is almost to to an end. To or an something. end. Yeah, your journey is almost to an end, and then you hear Darth Vader breathing. What What did you think of that moment? Uh, I don't know. It definitely gave me goosebumps. Um, and I'm I'm wondering if that sort of confirmation that hey, you guys are getting a Hayden Christensen Force Ghost. Um, I, I don't know because it was Vader breathing, not Anakin. It wasn't a voice of Anakin. It was Vader's breathing. So I'm, I'm not sure what to think. I mean, as far as we know, we, well, we saw it in the, uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, Luke, uh, redeemed his father so why are we hearing vader's breathing so i uh, yeah i'm not sure yeah it, it is definitely throws up a puzzle like yeah you hear darth vader breathing you're like wait a minute like i i don't know maybe that's supposed to be i don't know, maybe the emperor you know if he has his own type of like force ghost nature is hmm maybe imitating Vader or like giving a vision of Vader to Kylo Ren to kind of further trick Kylo Ren and further, you know, draw him into the dark side. Right. Like, okay, like here's Darth Vader, you know, breathing. Like you have to finish what Darth Vader started and he's tricking Kylo into thinking that Darth yep. Vader actually was a bad guy, you know, even at the end of the day, even though we know that he wasn't. Cause yeah, even back at celebration when we first got the first tease of, or tease and confirmation that Palpatine is going to be in this movie in some form. Yeah. I immediately was like, okay, this makes sense. Snoke was a puppet. Snoke was 
Palpatine's puppet. Palpatine's yeah. the one that's actually been training Kylo through Snoke. So, yeah. And of course, um, we don't know the orders of Snoke, but it sounds like Snoke was just a pawn. Right. You know, with the illusion that he was somehow the grand. Like, maybe Snoke is some sort of. I don't know. He's something that Palpatine probably created and used Snoke to, like, you know, reorganize the Empire into the First Order and then, you know, try to take over whatever or accomplish whatever Palpatine wanted. So. Right. It sounds and like at this it, point Palpatine just wants to destroy everything. <laughs> yeah, because I think I don't think uh, Palpatine, even though he thinks he could foresee everything, I don't think he foresaw Kylo slicing Snoke in half. Yeah. And after that happened, Snoke or Palpatine was probably like, "Crap, he's probably like, I gotta okay. come out of hiding yeah. now. The, the gloves are coming off now. Yeah, I gotta come out of hiding now because this young idiot. Oh my god, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, plan. So, yeah, I I just he's been pulling the strings from the shadows this whole time, and yeah, who knows? He could be mocking or imitating Vader to try to tell Kylo, hey. Luke really wasn't successful. That was a lie he told you. Yeah. So, who knows? And then that's maybe that's how we have Anakin's Force Ghost show up, appearing to Kylo. Yeah. Saying, "Hey, I look. I'm in brown robes, dude." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, who knows? But yeah, I just that's one. That was one of my hopes at the beginning of all this was to eventually see Hayden Christensen come back to Star Wars. And hopefully, J.J., that's one of J.J.'s secrets that he's keeping from us. I really hope it is. Because um, if he shows up, I'll be ecstatic. And if Hayden doesn't show up, I'm not going to be devastated and I'm not going to say the movie was ruined for me and this and that. I'm just going to say, okay, just to J.J., it didn't fit his story, so he kept it out. So, just I'm just going to be happy with what we get. Hopefully, because a lot of people are complaining about it's going to turn into a Force Ghost jamboree. Yeah. We're going to see Ewan McGregor Force Ghost. We're going to see Yoda. We're going to see Qui-Gon. We're going to see Hayden. I'm like, you know what? If that happens, I think that would be cool. It would be like a Force Ghost party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, Will it seem a little kooky? Yes. But why won't it bother me? Because kooky and Star Wars, if you really think about it, goes together. Yeah. Oh, it does. I mean, this oh, is just... Something yeah. strange that happens. Like, exactly. So, are, are you really telling me you expect, you know, normal from Star Wars and you remember, like, you know, the cantina scene from A New Hope? Like, Star Wars then established itself. This is not a normal... <laughs> you know, right. saga. It's not a normal story. This is like a wild, you know, space now, opera. Now, one fan theory I heard that would kind of uh, bother me just a little bit. They were saying, yeah, among that Force Ghost Jamboree, you'll see Han. No, no, it's not a Jedi. Yeah, I think Han. I think Han is only going to be around like in, like in and speech you know people will talk about yeah. han people will you know reminisce about han maybe even we'll get a vision you know that a jet that you know someone with force capability you know portrays with han in it but han in a actual ghost form i i know oh. yeah i don't think it'll happen no because that that would that would uh not destroy but it would it would just shatter the the idea about force ghosts yep and because Qui-Gon had to learn, and until I think it oh, was it the Mortis episodes of the Clone Wars where he actually showed up in physical form finally, but before then he could only do voice because he hasn't yeah. get to the part yet where he was trained himself to physically appear. Yeah. So, yeah, he he had to learn. So, and. But he, he was learning, I guess, they said he started learning before Maul 
slice him down, but he was even learning afterwards too. So it's just weird. But yeah, it would just destroy the whole, I think, the idea of Force Ghosts and like, oh, look, anybody can be a physical or a visible spirit. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, I just don't, I don't think that Han yeah. physically coming back. And, and come, do you think Harrison, really? Is, yeah. Is going to sign on just to do a like two minute cameo no and do you think that harrison is going to sign on to be a force ghost he's like no like yeah. that's not han solo han yeah. solo yeah han would be like a what now yeah exactly so I, I didn't believe in this stuff you know when i first signed on to this stuff yeah so. it's like yeah there's no way that han is coming on as a as a force ghost you know that's just not yeah so i don't think we have to worry about that um I heard that, and I was like, oh, that's just someone hoping that they see Han again. Yeah, yeah, as much as I love the enthusiasm, <laughs> I yeah. just, yeah, the Force Ghost is just not possible, um, I guess. But, yeah, um, I'm trying to, th- I mean, that's really it. I mean, the D- I mean, we definitely, I think, dissected the trailer pretty well, as, you know, as much as we could. You know, there's not a whole, again, this is a tiny little pieces of a puzzle, you know, yeah. that we're trying to, you know, figure out what's going on when we don't even have close to, you know, the, the, the full puzzle, but, right. Um, but that's awesome. You know, that just leaves more anticipation and more excitement for, uh, whenever it comes out. Yeah. And then are are tickets on sale yet for the movie? I don't think so. I haven't seen any announcements yet. I, I gotta keep an eye out for that. So that way we can get tickets. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any announcements for that yet. I, I would imagine maybe next month, maybe yeah. the, maybe what they can do, actually, this would be a good idea, is do it with in, co- in coordination with the release of Disney+. Plus. Ooh, that would be good. Hey, Disney+, Plus is going to drop on, what, November 19th? Yeah, something um, like that. We're gonna, tickets go on sale November 19th, you know, something like that. Or, if, if not that, I was just thinking, well, what if they, like, released them on Black Friday? Oh, everyone's already up, you know, shopping. So it's true. Perfect time to hop online real quick and buy some tickets. You know, I don't know. We'll see. There's, yeah. there's a lot of good, you know, and, there's a lot of good spots. And there are rumors. I saw a tweet. Was it Friday right before I left work as I was shutting down my computer? Um, that I'm trying to remember who tweeted it out. Oh man, I can't remember now. But they tweeted out that they heard that we are getting a, the full-length trailer on Monday, which is tomorrow. Wow. And I'm, like, thinking, I'm like, Monday Night Football? Maybe. What they're doing? But you know, I always thought that was kind of weird that, hey, you're going to tell geeks and nerds that we're dropping a new trailer, but we're going to do it during football. Not all geeks and nerds love sports. I mean, I do, but uh, yeah, I think we both do. But you know, we're not everyone. So, <laughs> and I'm like, that's, and plus, I really don't watch every NFL game. If it's not w- one of my teams, I'm not interested. So yeah, if you're going to tell me there's going to be a trailer, I'll stay up until the trailer drops and then i'll keep my eye on youtube and i'll watch it on youtube real quick yeah but um when i saw that i was like where did they hear this i didn't see anything all day about a new trailer it could just be it could just be you know some some clickbait you know made up news thing to get some attention right but like a lot of like 95 percent of the stuff is but i'm going to be I'm going to be very aware tomorrow when I'm at work about keeping my eye open for a trailer drop some somewhere or at least word of it because I think the last couple times they've done it, well, D23 was different because I was at D23, but in the past, I think, one of the Rise of Skywalker trailers was in that debut during Good Morning America one morning. Like, just out of the blue. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
So I'm going to be keeping my eye on Good Morning America tomorrow. Who knows? It could just be, like you said, it could just be someone saw a clickbait article and tweeted that out, or they heard something secondhand and said, hey, I'm just going to get everyone riled up and say, new trailer Monday morning or Monday. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I will keep my eyes open tomorrow, and if something happens, great. If not, oh well, we'll just keep waiting, because they did say a new trailer is coming sometime this month. So hopefully we get the full-length trailer sometime. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. You know, and at this point, yeah, we're we're just waiting. You know, we're within um, two months of, which is kind of crazy. In two yeah. months, we'll be watching the actual movie. You know, I remember yeah. at the beginning of the year, we were like, oh, you know, in like three months, four months, we'll finally, you know, get a trailer. Or now, no, now <laughs> it's two months away, and it's like, oh my gosh, the entire movie. Yeah, so. and we're getting it. We're actually getting it. It's crazy um, how but, time flew like that, but. But even yeah. before that, even before we get to the movie, we have another really big thing coming, and you've been talking about it a lot, and that's uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. And so, yeah. They did, they did release an article a while back. I forget what site it was. It was one of the Disney sites. I'm not sure if StarWars.com picked up the same article and released it on uh, StarWars.com or not, but there was a article where they listed everything I mean and everything that was dropping on the service the day of launch not just Star Wars stuff but Disney movies Disney shows Marvel movies Marvel shows Wow, were just dropping the day of release and believe me we are not going to be short of Star Wars Entertainment <laughs> Marvel Entertainment, Disney Entertainment waiting for the rise of skywalker we're gonna have like about a month to consume all of that content while we're waiting for the rise of skywalker that's amazing it i mean i was looking at that list and i'm like oh my god there's disney movies on that's going to be on the service that have been in the vault for years oh yeah so they're gonna you're gonna have access to the disney vault if you get disney plus and if you're a Star Wars fan and you don't plan on getting Disney Plus, why? Why yeah. aren't you? Yeah. But yeah, I plan on I didn't I haven't pre ordered it yet, but I will be getting it hopefully the day of release and not sure if I'll be able to watch The Mandalorian the day you know, that right. that night or not, but because I know they're releasing it week to week, but I will definitely watch it before they released the second episode, so yeah, because I just have to make sure you know check with the wife and make sure if she's not available to watch it, if I'm allowed to watch it on my own and she'll watch it, you know, on her own. <laughs> so because she's she knows how excited I am waiting for this show, so I just can't wait, and I am pretty sure we will hopefully be able to do a show maybe next month around Thanksgiving and review a couple episodes of the Mandalorian. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That would be awesome. Um, and yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, of course, you know, we're getting Disney plus, uh, it might not be, you know, till a week or two after closer to Thanksgiving, you know, it's probably when I'm have the chance for it, for me to really dive into, you know, the Mandalorian and everything else on Disney plus. But yeah, when I do, I'm definitely going to be, uh, gonna be watching the mandalorian and we'll definitely be eager to talk about it review it you know do do whatever with it um yeah. really looking forward to that and then of course having just all the star wars movies and shows just to stream yeah, it, you know just yeah. yeah i i think they said yeah all the movies all those star wars movies will be available today launch too except for i think it's the last jedi and solo because they have to finish up their contracts with Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Once they drop off of Netflix, they will definitely get put on Disney Plus right nice. away. Yeah. And then once December hits, once the semester ends for me, I will probably be doing it. Not probably. I will be doing a 
Star Wars movie marathon to lead up into episode nine. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's just going to be, I just can't wait. And I definitely was, you know, asking questions to people that would know. I was just like, will, you know, Disney plus, will the app be available on my PlayStation four? And I was told, yes, definitely, for sure, it's going to be there on day one. So I was like, oh, thank goodness. That's because, awesome. Because I don't have a smart TV. I just have a regular HD flat yeah. screen yeah. TV. And my PlayStation 4 is my smart window device. on my, yeah. Yeah, exactly. On my app, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. I'm sure. Day one, I was like, great. That, that's, so, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that that is definitely something to be much, you know, I'm highly anticipated and looking forward to it. Um, but until then, you know, we just got to, I guess, play the waiting game again with everything. I have still not yeah. seen the Mandalorian trailer. And at this point, oh, my goodness, I don't know. Is it better off just walking in blind at this point? Um, The actual trailer that they dropped it, I believe it was D23. OK, Um. It really doesn't give much away at all. It's just a group of really cool shots set to some cool music. And you do have a couple lines of dialogue, but it does not really, you know, give you any idea of what the story is. Okay. Still a mystery. So it it doesn't reveal anything? No. I might have to give it a watch then. Yeah. I mean, it... Uh, there, there are a couple of shots in there that I'm like, oh my goodness, I cannot wait. And people that were complaining before that, oh, Star Wars is still too kitty, uh-huh. which I still think is a stupid statement because it was always meant to be for kids. Oh yeah, it's not. But yeah. If you want the closest you're going to get to a gritty adult style star wars show is the mandalorian after seeing that trailer i am almost convinced because i think there are going to be some scenes in there that are going to be pretty intense yeah so yeah yeah, it's gonna it looks pretty good awesome i can't wait i can't wait for it um trying to think is there anything else you know that you think i've missed i need to be filled in you know i'm starting to catch back up here this weekend i've Made stri- you know, leaps and bounds with catching yeah. back up on Star Wars news. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything really big to come out, or any like big, yeah, you know, scandals that have been on Twitter or anything. Not, I can't really think of anything. I mean, other than the normal, you still have your the trolls, the trolls, and stuff, <laughs> yeah, but. I've been ignoring them so much, I don't even notice them anymore, so... Oh, I mean, yeah. There, there's... Thankfully, you know, Star when Star Wars does well like this, there's there's no ammo for them, and they just kind of, you know, get put on the back burner, which is great. Um, right. You know, and, like, when controversial or, like, decisive stuff comes out about Star Wars, like, that's, like, where they thrive, you know? That's where they get to really dig their claws in and just be really annoying <laughs> and yeah. really stir the pot in, like, in a bad way. Um, but like when stuff like this, like like take 2015 for example, I feel like we're back. I'm I don't know. I feel like 2019 Star Wars to me is feeling a lot like 2015, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, like everyone is just you know excited about Star Wars. Everyone is like, you know, coming back together, looking forward to it. You know, I don't know. I I just feel like it's gonna be a lot like 2015, which was you know when the course when the Force Awakens came out and was just an awesome time for Star Wars. And I really I hope slash really do feel like we might be going back to that same you know feeling. Right. So that that's that's an awesome thing to have. Yeah, and well, we just had Triple Force Friday this past Friday, and which I really didn't participate in because. I didn't have the extra money to go out and buy anything. Yeah, but yeah. I saw pictures yeah. of stuff on Twitter that people got that I'm like, oh, yes, I want that. I want that. The one new six-inch black series figure that I really, really would want is the new Ray in her all-white 
and I think the new droid comes with her. Um, Dio comes with her, so I think that would look really cool on my desk next to my other six-inch Black Series figures I have at work on my desk. So, yeah, that's but awesome. yeah, um, and I I also saw the six-inch Mandalorian figure. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. And of course, I think <clears throat> there's a six-inch. I'm trying to remember her name. Gina Carano's character in The Mandalorian. Oh, I don't know anything about the. I know nothing, <laughs> other than it's a show coming out on Disney Plus. And I'm pretty sure there are some people that are screaming her name right now at me. Yeah. But I forget her name, Car Cara Dune, maybe. But I think they have a six-inch figure of her that looks really sweet too. So. Yeah. yeah. That that's awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of six inch figures. I'd probably be, you know, I should probably just not even look at right now because I'd probably order all of them. So. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I will stray away from those as long as possible. But uh, with that being said, um, I think I mean that kind of wraps up, I guess, Star Wars stuff. You know that we've talked about. Um, anything else uh, you like want to mention or? I know football-wise, um, you know, just to touch on football a little bit, I mean, NFL-wise, those poor Redskins. <laughs> yep. we're, we're going for the first-round draft pick. Yeah. Because the, I, they're, they're, there's no way they're going to beat the Patriots, so. Oh, geez. Yeah. They're, they're going to be 0-5 after today, so. I thought, they, first, I thought they won round. a game. I thought they had won a game no. at this point. No. Nope. Nope. They came close, oh, but no. Man. But, um. Uh, coach finally I don't even know who's starting at quarterback today because he has not announced it yet but last week he finally pulled Case Keenum put him on the bench and finally put Dwayne Haskins Jr. in and of course right after he put Dwayne Haskins Jr. in he drove him right down the field so hopefully give this rookie a little bit more experience and hopefully yeah, by next year, year after that, we'll have a decent quarterback again. Who knows? But this year is pretty much a wash. I did not expect them to be this bad this far into the season. Yeah. But it, I'm not overly shocked or disappointed. So, like I said, if, you know, good, they're going to get a nice draft pick this year, if anything. Exactly, exactly. Hopefully, you know, start rebuilding. I mean, yeah, jeez. I, I mean, might have to start with the head coach. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, who knows? Yeah, yeah, who knows what's going to be going on. But uh, I'm just I'm trying to think. I mean, who are the winless teams in the NFL right now? Uh, um, Redskins, Broncos, Jets. Dolphins, Bengals. Are both winless, Redskins. Yep, Cardinals are also winless. Mm. They're uh, uh, all they have is uh, three losses and a tie. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, they tied the Lions because the Lions were. I was impressed with the Lions. They were undefeated there for a while. Yeah, the Lions. They're actually. I mean, they're third in their division right now. But to yeah. be fair, they both have the Packers and the Bears, who are doing well. Um. Yeah, the 49ers. The 49ers are undefeated. Who would have thought? I know. Who would have thought of all teams? Uh, um, yep. Get, give them one of the old uh, Redskins assistant coaches and look what he does. Yeah, that's crazy. Like a, couldn't make him the head coach of the Redskins. Nope. Let him go. Let him go and, you know, to another team. And Yeah. I mean, there's only... Oh. There's only three undefeated teams left in you know the league right now. Chiefs, Patriots, and 49ers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it would make for an interesting season, I guess. Um, yeah. And then on the college side, West Virginia had a tough loss yesterday. Yeah, at least they – I mean, I, I had to leave when the score was 21-14. I had to leave because, you know – Going 
had to go get dinner with my friend before we went to see a yeah. Jim Brewer concert. So yeah. Um, but I kept getting the score updates on my phone, and I'm like, oh my god, it's getting away from him. And but then right before the show started, I looked at my phone and I told my friend, I'm like, hey, they made it look respectable. Yeah. He goes, what do you mean? I said final score was like forty. What was it? Forty-two to thirty-one or something like that. Yeah. 45, 31. I was like, at least they made it look respectable. They came back. They didn't give up. So there you go. But yeah, I didn't. Uh, after that awesome win against Texas last year. But then again, last year we did have we still had Will Greer at quarterback. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm happy with Austin. Austin's a good quarterback. I mean, I know he came from. I think he came from. Uh, was no Oklahoma. That's right. He was an Oklahoma transfer. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I've been happy with him. So he's been consistent. And but uh as long as they get, you know, a couple more wins here and get the six victories so we can go to a bowl game, I'll be happy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um I, mean, I think there's a couple more games on their schedule that are winnable for them. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not expecting them to beat Oklahoma or anything Ooh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but they could they could probably take on Tech TCU. Yeah, Iowa St- Iowa State looks good this year. Yeah, I mean I'm a huge I don't know I always liked Iowa State. I don't know why I just have. Yeah, I don't maybe because they've always kind of been the underdog who can win a few big games. That's why I like them. But I don't know. I mean that'll be probably a pretty good game. Iowa State West Virginia game. Mm-hmm. Um, I know over on the Texas A and M side it's. Oh man, it's not looking good. <laughs> we we had a bye week this week, so you know our guys got a chance to rest. But next week we play Alabama, so you know we can just we can uh, dig ourselves our grave now, because <laughs> yeah. uh, we will probably get um, what I don't know. We will get we will get destroyed by Alabama, right? right. Um, and it's a home game, which helps. That means that I'm gonna yeah. get, I'm at least gonna get to go to it. I'm gonna at least get. To, Gonna get to see Nick Saban in Alabama in person. There's at there least that. But at the same time, I'll be going and watching a massacre. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, our offense looks awful right now. Um, Kellen Mond. You know, I think somehow he's gotten worse <laughs> from last season. I think he was better last season than he was this season. Our offense just looks so confused. It doesn't know what to do right now, especially with our starting running back out for the season. Yeah. It, our defense looks fine. Our defense is holds their own. I don't have any big complaints, but our offense is just, you know, running with their heads chopped off, it feels like yeah. right now, and they just don't know what to do. They can't get anything consistent going. You know, there's been there's been drop balls, there's been bad throws, there's been bad reads. You know, there's been all sorts. Of, there's been you know the pocket collapsing. There's been running backs just not being able to you know get become productive. It's just been a tough season, and honestly, I think we're on track for a six and six, seven and five type of season. So, yeah, that that should still get you to bowl game. Yeah, I think I think we'll be bowl eligible. I mean, and you look at our. Our losses. We lost against Clemson, who was number one in the nation. Yep. We lost against Auburn, who was undefeated up until last week when they lost to Florida. But to be fair, you know, we Florida. lost against. Wow. Florida's Florida good. Surprised me. Yeah, Florida's doing really well this year. I mean, they're a top ten team. So is Auburn. You know, we've only lost the top ten teams this year, but after the Arkansas game, that was a real wake up call because, you know, they are not a good team whatsoever this year, and we barely beat them. So it's like, wow. Like, we really are not up at that, you know, level this year. Like, I don't even know how we're still ranked, honestly. Like, we may we not even be ranked after this week because we didn't play, therefore we didn't win, so we didn't get any, like, you know, I guess. I don't know if it's, you know, the point system or however it's done. We didn't, you know, we probably will either be, like, ranked something like 25th or we just won't be ranked. But... Right. Um, yeah. Uh, my, yeah, my my other team, Florida State, they're they're rebuilding, so yeah, um, they, but yeah, they they impressed me against Boise State. I mean, almost beating Boise State was, uh, you know, the first game of the season. Yeah, I was like, wow, 
but I mean, some games like the um, what was it, the Louisville game, they they almost have a trend. They they build up a good lead, and then they just let the other team get right back in it. And I'm just yeah. like, ah, guys, just win three more games, which I'm looking at their schedule right now, and. I think it's possible they can win at least three more games. I mean, they had a bye week this week. Clemson next week, which is going to be, ugh, I don't, I don't even know how they're going to. I mean, if they hang with Clemson for a while, which they might be able to, because North Carolina almost beat them. Yeah. So I'm thinking they could hang with them for a little bit. Um, then they got Wake Forest, which Wake Forest is pretty good this year. Syracuse, I think they could beat Syracuse. Miami this year, I think they could beat Miami. Miami's not doing so hot. I thought they would be better. Yeah, same. Boston College, that's a throw-up game. Because Boston College, either they're good in one week and they're bad the next. So, And Alabama State, I think that's... A very winnable game. Oh, <laughs> I would hope so. And then they finish the year with Florida, Ooh. which, I mean, by then, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Because Florida State doesn't matter who's better than who during the regular season. When those two teams meet, it's always, always a fight. So, yeah. hopefully it won't be a blowout. So, we'll see. But I think they have three more victories in them in those remaining games. So yeah, like I said, my goal for my two teams this year is just get six victories and go to a bowl game. There you so go. So I have, so I have something to watch while I'm on vacation in December. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, looking at A and M schedule. So yeah, this upcoming week where we play Alabama, ranked number one. And then we travel to Ole Miss. That should be a winnable game. Ole Miss has not been anything, like, serious this year. Uh, but we do play Mississippi State. That'll be a good game. Yeah. Um, UTSA and South Carolina, both at home. Both of those should be winnable, in my opinion. Um, but the end of the season, here's when things start to get really bad. We have two road games at Georgia, who's ranked third and currently undefeated. And then we play at LSU, who's ranked fifth and undefeated. So we're kind of in the um, in the gauntlet <laughs> yeah. at the end of the season. You know, at Georgia, at LSU, those are going to be some really, really tough games. And I honestly don't think we'll win either one with the way the season's gone so far. You know, yeah. the, there's a lot. You know, there's there's a lot of season left. You know, the Aggies, if the offense, you know, picks it up, then you know, maybe, yeah, then we then we have a right. shot, but. If the offense doesn't figure it out, then we're not going anywhere in a hurry. So it would just they'd just be very painful games. <laughs> yeah. Painfully slow deaths because our defense can hang in there, but our offense just cannot, you know, do what they need to do to win. Um, but, you know, like I said, a lot of season left. Who knows? Maybe Kellen Mond or if not Kellen Mond, then maybe the second string can bring some life into the offense and then – we finally, you know, are able to win a big game or something, but we'll see. Um, yeah. I know the LSU game, they'll be coming for blood after the after the game last year. They ended in seven overtimes with us oh. winning. That's right. Uh, so that game, there's going to be no uh, no feeling, no feelings lost, no love lost between between us and them. So that might actually be a close game, no matter what, just because of the nature of you know, our two teams, but yeah, yeah, that's about, that's about all I got. Uh, it was awesome to finally get back on here and record. Oh, it was, it was great. I want to do it as often as possible. I don't know when the next chance will be though. Um, well, I, I think our listeners have gotten used to it, but this will be a nice surprise for them when they, you know, wake up one morning and see a new episode in the feed. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, November and December, I'll be around a lot more. Um, and with that being said, I, I think Jeff, if you want to wrap it up, we'll we'll call it a we'll call it an episode. Okay, sounds good to me. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'd love to hear what you guys have thought about all the uh, craziness in the Star Wars world and anything else going on with your lives. Feel free to uh, 
to tweet us. We'll definitely tweet back, and we will try <laughs> in the distant future, whenever we do get to record again, we'll be sure to mention you. And we hope you guys have had an excellent fall so far. And uh, we thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you guys, you know, have not been around lately, or we haven't, or I haven't, unfortunately. Jeff has, and be sure to uh, check out his podcast and all his cool guests. You know, that's I actually haven't listened to that while I've been gone, and it's held me through. Uh, so <laughs> you guys go, and I recommend you do the same. But until then, guys, we will leave it at this. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And may the force be with you. Always. Give the evacuation code signal. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the CantoCast. May, May the, the force, force be, be with, with you. you. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.